Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, and welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to give you some tips if you have a saltwater pool or if you service saltwater pools, and I'll give you the best way to actually test the salt level so that you're not overdoing it by adding too much salt to the pool. And I'll go over some of the um, things that you need to be aware of when you go to add salt to your saltwater pool. Leslie's Pool Supplies is a proud partner of the Pool Guy Podcast Show. Leslie's Pool Supplies has been do-it-yourselfers and pool trade professionals trusted partners since 1963, providing quality products and services to make pool care easy and solutions and expertise to do it right. The first thing is that I don't do a lot of adjusting of the saltwater pool salt level during the off-season, which means I don't really add salt to a pool or test the salt basically until the season starts. So here in California, that's at the very beginning of April, when the water temperature starts to heat up and that's when you kind of have to pay attention to your salt water system because when the water is cold all the systems usually shut down and don't operate in most of the regions of the country because the water temperature is too cold for the salt uh, generator to actually convert the salt into chlorine and vice versa because the water temperature is too low for the cell for the salt cell to activate and work properly. So I don't recommend doing any adjustments to the salt level in the off-season, the winter time, because technically the salt water generator is not even working. So if the salt in your pool is at 1,800 parts per million um, in December or January, don't worry about it because um, chances are your salt system is not even working at that point because the water temperature is too low. So when the season starts, you definitely want to check the salt level or salinity level in your pool and if you service pools, you want to check all of your pools when the season starts. And typically, like I said, in California, it's about April or mid-April is when I'll start checking the salt and then charging the pools if they need it. Now, one of the things that you have to be aware of are there are a few things that will give you a false low salt reading. The number one thing that will give you a false reading on your salt level is if your salt cell is dirty. So if you haven't cleaned the cell in a while, Chances are there's some calcium buildup, and most systems will read a lower salt level when the, when the cell is dirty. So if you have um, a Hayward, I mean a Hayward, a Pentair, um, Easy Touch system, or IntelliTouch, and the salt is reading at 2,000 parts per million, I definitely recommend cleaning your um, IntelliClor cell, and then checking to see what this panel says the following week, um, because Typically, if the cell is dirty, the system will give you a low salt reading. Same thing with the Hayward Aquarite. If you have a salt cell, Hayward system, it'll give you a low salt reading when the cell is dirty. So definitely clean it and then check it next week to see what the panel says. But the best way, I think, to check the salt level in your pool is with a digital salinity meter. And there's many of them out there. You can get some fairly inexpensive um, I prefer, I like the Hawk brand. I use that one. It's a standalone salinity tester. 
I also like the one made by Sensafe. I think the Salinity reading on that one is excellent also. Um, so you can find a good salt salinity reader and get a di digital reading of the salinity level in your pool. Just make sure that the digital um, meter is calibrated. So calibrate that. I always like to check it in tap water to make sure my unit's working correctly um, to verify that it's definitely giving me the, the right salinity level. And checking in with that is a good way to um, circumvent the error with the salt being salt cell being dirty, looking at the automated panel, giving you a false reading. The standalone salinity testers, the digital testers, don't rely on the system itself, so they'll give you an accurate reading apart from the status of the cell itself being dirty or not. Another factor that can give you a false reading is the fact that the salt cell is actually dying. Um, very common in the Hayward Ocarite cells when the salt cell gets old, four or five years old, which is pretty much past the lifespan of it, you'll notice that the panel is telling you that your salt level is 1800 parts per million or something like that. And when in reality it may be at 3000 parts per million or 3100 parts per million. Um, but as the cell, salt cell starts to die, um, it gives you a false salt reading. And so if your salt cell is four or five years old, I would kind of question the reading on the panel as being accurate at the beginning of the season because technically the salt doesn't evaporate out of the pool although the salt level could drop in the winter if you get a lot of rain and the water is diluted um, but typically the salt that you start the season with the next season you should have a similar salt level in the pool um, barring a lot of dilution with the rain um, backwashing does of course backwashing the filter of course lets water out and salt out of the pool at the same time um, but you're not going to see a dramatic drop in the level in most circumstances. So if you ended the season at 3,200 parts per million, you're going to start the next season close to that. You may have to add a bag or two um, to recharge it, depending on what region of the country you're in, maybe more, depending on how much rain you get in certain areas or how much backwashing you do in the wintertime with your pool. And it shouldn't be a dramatic drop. So if last season you were at 3,100 and this season you're at 1,200, um, I would suspect there's something wrong with the salt cell. It's either dirty or going bad. Um, I definitely would um, doubt that you would lose that much salt in the water unless you had a leak in your pool at that point. And so if you don't have an automated system, of course you're going to need to get some kind of digital salinity reader or use the test strips. I find the test strips to be okay. They'll give you a good ballpark of the salinity reading or salt level in your pool. But I couldn't. I wouldn't rely on a test strip before you add salt to your pool because you could overcharge your pool with salt. So you definitely want to test your water um, to get an accurate salt level. You can also take your sample into your local pool store and they'll do the salinity test um, at their at the counter for you and let you know your salt level in your pool. The last thing you want to do is charge your pool up with salt when it's already at the right level. So for instance if your pool is at 3100 or 3200 parts per million already and your system requires um, that amount of salt to run and you get a false reading and then you add three or four bags of salt in your pool depending on your pool size just giving you an example here and you bring the salt level up to 4500 parts per million at that point the salt system probably won't activate because it has high salt and there's also a higher chance that you're going to have corrosion in your pool because the salt level is much higher than the recommended level by the manufacturer 
And the only way to reverse that is to partially drain your pool, maybe take two feet of water out around the perimeter of the pool, and then you'll lower down your salt level in your pool. Um, but to avoid that, you definitely want to make sure that the salt level that you're checking is accurate so that you're not adding more salt that you don't need. Um, so that's a big problem that I run into out there when I take over a pool. If the pool had maybe a Hayward Aquarite salt system and the previous tech was just adding salt in there because he thought that it needed it without checking it properly, just relying on the panel, what happens is that pool now has 5,000 or 6,000 parts per million of salt in it. The system's not going to work. And so when I replace the salt cell, a lot of times it'll boot up and it'll show salt at 5,500 parts per million. Um, of course, I already know this because I've tested the water with my digital tester, but the system verifies that there is indeed way too much salt in the pool because the prior guy thought that the pool was low on salt or the homeowner and kept adding salt to the pool and that raised the level up to a pretty astronomical level. And then when the new cell is installed and operating, it's going to give me the correct salinity reading at the panel and it's not going to function because it does, there's too much salt in the water. So having a bad cell um, is going to have this, you're going to have this problem if you keep adding salt. When you put the new cell on, the new cell is not going to work because there's too much salt for it to operate in. It's one of those things that you just have to be aware of with a salt water pool is that you just can't keep adding salt when the system calls for it. If you have like an IntelliClor and it's flashing a low salt light and the cell is getting old, if you keep adding salt to it to get that light to turn green, you may be adding way too much salt to your pool. Bottom line, you want to test your salt at the beginning of the season. I prefer to use a digital salinity meter to get the salt reading. Again, there's a lot of different brands out there to make sure that you're not going to add too much salt to the pool. And I also err on the side of caution when I recharge a salt system. And so if the salt level is 2,600 parts per million and you verified that, and it calls to add four bags of salt to bring it up to 3,100 parts per million, I'll add two bags and then I'll check back the following week to see if I need to add another bag of salt. I won't add all four bags to bring it up because then you may be adding too much because the pool size is relatively a hard thing to nail down in a lot of cases. You may think it's a 15,000 gallon pool, but it's actually 12,000. Or you may think it's 20,000 gallons, but it's 18,000. And so you can overcharge a pool pretty easily with salt, not knowing the specific or exact size of the pool. And it's sometimes hard to measure the pool um, by walking around the perimeter and then doing the depth sounding with your pole. Um, there's a lot of other factors for the pool gallonage. So when you're adding the salt, don't overdo it. Do it gradually to bring it up to the uh, manufacturer recommended level for your salt system. And if you're looking for more resources for your pool care, if you go to my website, swimmingprolearning.com, I have several um, web pages detailing saltwater systems. And there's also an ebook available for $9.99, and I talk about saltwater pools in there. Um, definitely, you may want that resource if you have a saltwater pool. And if you're doing pool service and you're starting out, or if you've been doing your business for a while and you want to enhance it, definitely check out my coaching program at poolguycoaching.com. A lot of great benefits there, um, as well as texting me and calling me in real time. Again, you can learn more about those benefits at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week, and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show.
Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.